Chipheads. Uh, the first one. Yes, it is. Okay, so um, uh, where are our faces, Eisbrand? Uh, I'm going to show it. There, there we are. Hey. <laughs> cute. cute. Yeah, cute. So, um, welcome to Chipheads, the very first pilot episode. Um, what is Chipheads, Eisbrand? Tell us. Well, Enlighten the world. Chipheads. Well, it's, it's quite simply just... Two guys talking about chip music, about synthesizers, about music theory, about some... Music technology. Music technology, yes, very much. Um, because this is basically what we always do, talk about music technology, and we figured, why not do this on a microphone, release it as a podcast? Yeah, why not share the world? Yeah, share so world. Um, that's what we're doing, and um, if it all sucks, we'll just not upload it. <laughs> well... If you, if you're but that's in the recording now, so <laughs> yeah. But if they're watching this, then it means if we, people are watching live, then we won't be able to cut it out. Yeah. Well, they're not. We're not streaming. Yeah, we're not streaming right now, but we may in the future. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. All right. Welcome. Um, we did have notes, but they're already gone, gone. on the screen. Yeah. Um, but I remember because uh, we we like quickly outlined what we uh, could talk about today, and the first is basically our backgrounds. So who who are we and um, uh, uh, why are we sitting here? What do we have? What do we have to do with uh, music technology and chip well, music? What, what's your name, man? My name is Stein, which is Dutch, and a lot of foreigners are not able to pronounce my name. Um, and my artist name is Andler, uh, and uh, you write Andler with a four instead of an A, because at one point I, I thought that was really like chip nerdy, so there had to be a <laughs> digit in there. And that has bitten me in the ass because nobody knows how to write my artist's name. But, well, I've also been called Forntler. Forntler, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. So um, uh, that's my uh, that's what I currently do. But I studied music technology in the Netherlands, same school as you did. Yeah. Only I only got there when you already were graduated. Yeah, but you're you're quite a bit younger than me. I'm quite a bit younger than he is. Yeah. And um, I studied, I really wanted to be uh, become a game composer there. And uh, turns out that I thought um, software development within the music tech business was more interesting than composing all day long. Uh, so that's where I, uh, what I graduated off in. And uh, in my spare time now, I do a lot of chiptune. Cool. Cool. So in, in daily life, you program? In daily life, I program, yeah. I'm a software developer in the audio-visual uh, music world so um, I own a company with which we made plugins audio plugins uh, zone from for Audier, for example is a, is a big one that we did mm -hmm. and um, but I've, I've also done graphics OpenGL stuff um, software for VJs cool so uh, yeah 
nerdy and and math and and uh, uh, science, but always with a artistic uh, outcome. I wouldn't want to work for a like I don't know banking corporation. That sounds to me um, probably isn't, but well, that's what it sounds to me like. And um, so yeah, I, I like that cutting edge between well art and technology, uh, which is basically why we're sitting here. So. Hmm. And and you did something special for the for the chiptune community, didn't you? Oh yeah, I because uh, I make music in LSDJ, which mm. is a tracker for Game Boys. Uh, if people do not know what LSDJ is, I'm sure we'll get into that plenty. Yeah. Um, but the problem with uh, uh, making music on a Game Boy is that it's quite hard to manage your files, your save files. You've got to get them off a cartridge and then well, uh, read them out the 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 save files themselves. So I wrote a um, uh, a software library that can help you do that and a set of tools that uses that library. So the the there's all kinds of tools that you can write with it and there's even more tools that we still want to make with it. Um, one of them is used, for example, to just get songs in and out, but there's also one to, uh, that takes wavetables and, and patches them into your songs. There's one that... Oh, sick. Yeah. There's one that um, transforms your entire song into mono mode because I know plenty of artists that went to a venue and turns out they only had a mono signal, and it's a it's a yeah. pain in the ass yeah, to yeah, like yeah. go through your entire song on oh a Game Boy yeah. with five minutes left and turn everything into mono. So uh, I've got that. Um, but yeah, the basic idea of the library is that you can build your own tools with it as well. So. Um, there's pro probably one that I'm going to do that uh, like deduplicates your uh, your songs, so it cleans up space. Uh, if it notices that there's a <laughs> we didn't record <laughs> pilot episode, <laughs> yeah, but the, the the video did record. Yeah, so. fair. And um, yeah, one that deduplicates your tracks. So if if it, it'll go through your song and see if there's like uh, uh, phrases or changes that. Like have a that are different chains, but they basically have the same contents. Then I'll just merge those and free up memory for you. So basically, optimizing a song. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So it's all kinds of tools like that. So um, yeah, and I did that. Like I'm I I'm I'm the software developer. It's open source online, and so if people would want to join that, feel free. Go ahead. And defense mechanism also an LSDJ artist from the USA. Mm -hmm. He helps a lot with testing because. Like I'm the I'm a software developer, so I always ex assume that stuff works, and like it doesn't always do that. So, right, right. Um, he test drives stuff and comes up with new features and uses it a lot. So, so yeah, cool. Didn't even have didn't, didn't even have that on the list, but yeah. <laughs> and what's your background? So, well, I've already told people that you did the same school as I did, but a different yeah. course. Yeah. Well, my name is Eisbrand. Like if if you if you tell people you're called Stein, people <laughs> people can well, at least somewhat say Stein. Stein. I always Be yeah. beer Stein, right? I like, yeah, because I always say like Einstein yeah. with, without the Ein, and then afterwards, like the next conversation, people always call me Stigen or Stan, right? Or, because so they they try so to just read forget. it off, and yeah. th that's not going to work. People can't say Eisbrand. Eisbrand. Yeah, that's not th well. Usually, it's Eisbrand because the Somehow they they recognize the A, the Dutch A, as an O. Eisbrand. Eisbrand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Cool. So I go, usually when I talk to English-speaking English, English -speaking people, then I go by the name of Wisefire, which is my artist name as well. Hey, clever. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, I make I make fake bit or like a chip tune inspired techno and electronic music. Yeah, sounds good. Driving bass lines, nice melodic parts, huh. and yeah, a beat, very danceable most of the time. Yeah, so you mix chip sounds with plugins. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 since. I, I do have a lot of hardware since. Of course, I know this already, but yeah, well, we're in my. I'm asking you for. Yeah, of course, we're in my studio actually, <laughs> so I've got a shitload of hardware synthesizers and a lot of. He does stuff in the background, which I should clean up. But you know how a studio is; it's always a bit messy because it's your workplace and you're mostly uh, on your own in a studio. But yeah, like um, I usually don't use LSDJ, for example. Um, if I do use a Game Boy uh, with uh, with my music, an actual Game Boy, instead of like, uh, um, I feel, by the way, that I hear uh, ticking in the sounds. I don't. You don't? No, I just did. Yeah. Well, uh, otherwise I'll clean it up. Whatever. Anyway. Um, so if you if you ever use a Game Boy, it's mostly with MGB. Which is a, a what is MGB? <laughs> Ice Brond. MGB MGB is a, a ROM by uh, Trash Eighty, the same guy who uh, who uh, started and organizes Weekly Beats. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's a very simple ROM which basically takes uh, uh, the modified MIDI uh, data from an Arduino boy takes that and uh, passes it through to the four sound channels of a Game Boy. Yeah. So you basically make a Game so Boy you do synthesizer. Need, you do need an Arduino Boy. Y yeah, you do need an Arduino Boy. Unless you've got a patched cable. Uh, well, you... you <laughs> <laughs> We're in my studio, so I can show you, show you this stuff. Asbron is a do-it-yourself do it, do do hacker. Well, yes, I, I like to dabble. But you have a cable like this, let me see, which has a USB on one end and a Game Boy Link. Game Boy Link. And port. Th this is a very small uh, PCB from the guy uh, that makes Nanoloop. And it's basically just an Arduino boy in a very tiny package. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's still an um, Arduino boy-ish. So I could also use it, for example, to sync MIDI clock with LSDJ, because that's what you like. Most people use Arduino Boy. I, I think you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I already learned something today. <laughs> so yeah, I do that, and I studied uh, audio design uh, at uh, uh, HKU. HKU. The the. It's called the Academy of Arts nowadays. Oh, is it? Yeah. Christ. Oh, okay. Sure. Every school in the Netherlands needs to go English because otherwise it doesn't sound professional. Mm. It's it's so pretentious. Anyway, um, and what I studied was studio technology and um, sound design, but that doesn't translate uh, into English. Actually, I did klankontwerp, which repeat that with us, klankontwerp, and uh, the focus. For that was uh, uh, sound design for uh, with synthesizers and stuff like that, but not sound design usually is for movies. Yeah, people and think about Foley. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. That's not what I do. I I, I you know hate movies. I movies. <laughs> no, but I. <laughs> that's that's not. <laughs> that's not remotely I, true. <laughs> the Avengers, I hate them. 
I had fun was it was horrible. Anyway, now um I know how synthesizers work basically. Yeah. And um yeah, I uh, uh, it's a technical um I'm an engineer basically. Yeah. So the the technical part of digitally recreating a sound or creating or recreating a sound yeah. with the synthesizers and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and um um uh, the 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 main thing right now is that I just had an uh just released an album um uh, on uh, August 3rd a uh, first congratulations thank you thank you and we uh, are, we are curious to hear what the name of the album is the album name is we be we be yeah it's my my second chiptune album my fourth album uh um on bandcamp but two albums on bandcamp i didn't release on uh, wow. on uh, itunes and spotify and stuff like that i only basically only release full albums and uh, albums that i'm quite proud of or or that are finished in some way i just release everything well that's not true yeah but i'm <laughs> i'm in the process of releasing everything you have like a shitload of music yeah so f for the people that didn't know i i did weekly beats last year weekly beats is a uh, honestly, really cool concept. I think it's a website where you can um, register in December. Uh, it only happens once every other year. So 2020 will be another weekly beats year. Uh, you can subscribe and you'll have to, um, well, you're not forced to, of course, but you'll, you'll have to uh, uh, upload a new track every week. Um, and the official rules are that you're you... You're morally obliged. You're morally, yeah, exactly. People will People will look at you if you didn't upload. Yeah. Um, no, they won't. It's actually a really, really fun community as well. Um, and the official rules is that are that that it needs to be a track that you, that you started on next on in the, within that week as well. No. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't no. finished. Finished. Oh, yeah. only finished. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did weekly beats wrong. I... <laughs> <laughs> it was. It could have been way easier. <laughs> yeah. And it needs to be at least one minute. Yeah. But the 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 um, the rules of that are very flexible. They are. I'm I'm. Uh, uh, I did that as well, and uh, uh, at the beginning of that year, um, Trash Eighty said, "You want to be a moderator?" So I became a moderator, and um, you have to like like goedkeuren, uh, verify, verify, and and uh, accept. Yeah, accept, like like um, the songs of the of the artists, yeah. and if it wasn't a minute shorter, I Who just cares? Yeah. I don't care. Uh, hold on. <laughs> We're gonna cut here. I'll just no. I, I can I can continue on. Sure. I don't know. What what are we gonna talk about? Yeah. So I was going to talk about weekly beats, which is um. So it's actually twenty five weeks, um. And not all people that uh, join in on weekly beats like get to actually do the twenty five weeks. A lot of people quit before that. Um. I didn't. I did not expect that to happen. I just started with weekly beats because I had just begun with making music on a Game Boy and um I really felt the need to make more music like like just like go the mile and make more music with my Game Boy to get that experience under my belt. Um and I figured weekly beats would be a good like way to do that. Uh lo and behold a year later I made twenty five tracks. Um so I'm currently in the process of releasing those um as uh, quartal albums so Q1 and Q2 are up and Q3 are currently being mastered 
Um, oh, you're actually mastering them. I am not mastering them because I did not study studio technology. No, and but you're, you're actually, and you're actually. Yeah, I'm having them mastered by Voltkit, which is a, a German LSDJ chip yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, cool. And uh, yeah, he offered to master them for me, not for free, obviously. So, well, I mean, fair enough. If you, I'm not able. Like, I'm not a good master. So, if if anybody else can do that for me, Ma like, mastering is like a whole. It's an art form. Yeah, I, I. I I tried to study. Well, I, I learned a bit of mastering uh, when I studied. But you're not a master of mastering. No, absolutely not. I tried to do it with with my my own album, but Christ, it's yeah. That's that's it's it's like magic. It's an art form. It's absolutely an art form. Yeah. So yeah, I'm having them mastered. Q1 and Q2 were mastered as well. Nice. Um. So yeah, that, I just explained what the weekly beats is while you were gone, and that I did twenty-five weeks, and you did forty-eight weeks, nearly a full year. Yeah, nearly four full year. You did fifty-two, right? I did fifty-two. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had, like, I, I went to Japan like in September. I did tour for a month. That's so. not an excuse. I had a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good point. Oh my god. Yeah, and um, today actually I talked to someone on Twitter who was in the weekly beats forums as well, Gap Manette, who did uh, all all kinds of um, what's it called, eighties, uh, Jesus, tip of my tongue, the like genre synthwave. Yeah, synthwave. Yeah. So he did a lot of synthwave tracks. There was a lot of synthwave. There was a lot of synthwave. Oh my wave god! Yeah. Synthwave is getting po well. Or it already year, was popular, actually. But, yeah. yeah. And um, so I. Um, I saw him post something on Twitter and I didn't even know he was on Twitter. Neither did he know I was on Twitter. So we got talking and he asked me if I was going to do 2020 as well, which I'm not because it's like a huge, like it costs a lot of time. And not, like now that I have a daughter, I also need to spend my spare time oh, with, yeah. with her, obviously. Yeah. And I I would like to spend my time in the coming year uh, on making an actual proper like album release um, right. for which I have more time to do the tracks than just a week. Um, yeah, you, you didn't like like actually uh, for the for the releases for the Q1, Q2, and Q3 releases. You didn't like make anything extra. No. So what I did is I I gave the tracks names because like most of them didn't even have names. Yeah. Put them in an order for the album. Um, a couple of tracks I made really small adjustments. Um, because after a year, you have like way more experience with LSDJ than you do at the start of. So it's mostly yeah, like the first, first, first and second quarter that have changes, and um, obviously getting mixed and mastered. And I, I do try to get uh, some covers or remixes on every album, just so that I've got something extra for people. Right. To to so second album I didn't get a remix, but the first one had one by Fold Kid, and I've got someone lined up for the third album as well. <clears throat> it's actually someone I did a tribute track to. Okay, can we, can the... we get a scoop here? Can you get a scoop here? <laughs> it's it's actually a really old friend friend of mine in the chiptune scene. Um, How long have you been in the chiptune scene? I have not been along like <laughs> I've not been in the chiptune scene for very long, but right. he has. Okay. Um, we actually met up uh, on the Game Maker forums. Which is a software, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can make well, you can make games with Game Maker, oh. and um, but that was back in. I mean, I was, I was even. I think I was in like ten years old or twelve years old. Right. Um, the Game Maker forums, two thousand. I don't know two. 
and um, we both did music on an like back then it wasn't even called an indie game it was just like people making games in their spare time yeah, and yeah. Um, so there was also people making music for those games in their spare time which was me and and him uh, and we both met uh, because we did music on a game game never got anywhere obviously but ever since then we've been talking and like he lives in Canada nice so that's a uh, part of the scoop and um Okay. Okay. So he, he it's an artist. It's a chiptune artist from Canada. It's a chiptune artist okay, from Canada, okay. and he does SNES music. Ooh, ooh. Well, that narrows it down. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not good with like chiptune artist names and yeah. what they all. Do. And even within chip music, he's kind of in a niche. So okay. I'm not, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people in Europe know him, mm. know his name. I guess we'll figure out. But he sure as hell knows a lot of people. Like every time I mention a chiptune artist, he's like, "Yeah, I've been friends with you know Bryface forever since forever." Or what? Like, right? I'm always jealous talking to him. So, so if you're watching this on YouTube, like put put it down in the comments who this <laughs> artist is actually uh, it, it, its name is or your guess, your best guess. Yeah. Let's see uh, if somebody's got it right. Well, we'll, we'll if see. people if people like minutely monitor my online social, <laughs> they'll probably be able to guess. <laughs> that's called stalking and that's not nice <laughs> yeah well <laughs> so yeah i do try to get like in that sense some something extra for the albums um because that i mean that seems like a good thing to do mm. um and i've also been asked by people like why you release all your weekly beats tracks they're probably not all as good as like the others yeah um but to me like i feel that it's a good way to show the like progress that can be made if you do this for a year, um, which is also the reason why I don't edit them too much. Like I only edit stuff that's just like basically mistakes or wrong notes right. or like sound design that doesn't really make any sense, but I didn't know about the pitch command in week four or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, because because I explicitly want to show people like the progress of me as an artist. I think I think that could be interesting for people and something that I would have wanted to see when I started out because normally it's always people releasing their albums and this is like you don't see the shit that's behind creating yeah. an album. You see you don't you don't see the process that actually yeah, gets exactly. him there. Yeah. So uh, And it's it's especially true for you because you very recently or or you only recently started using LSDJ like like weekly beats was basically uh, before that you only had like seven songs no not even before that i released so i i i started because i was interested in chiptune for like for a while right and then my girlfriend got me a game boy and one of my friends they all pulled in money for my uh, birthday mm -hmm. um so i basically had to <laughs> and uh i started doing lsdj but it's known for its steep learning curve and it is Especially if you're not used to trackers, but... Yeah, yeah. well, I wasn't really. Hmm. Um, so I released, I think I made like three tracks in a year and a half um, with uh, a lot of effort. And uh, I I also submitted a track for Chiptunes as win volume six. Right. Didn't make it, but I made it on the uh, on the uh, Extra album. Nice. Which was a, a, a collaboration with Desk Pop. Which completely surprised me. I had not expected to like be accepted at all. But like I had, I had a track finished, so I figured I might as well send it in. Yeah. Uh, and it was like kind of at that point that I thought, hmm, you know, this might actually be interesting, but didn't have enough experience, which is why it's a weekly beats. Right. Well, you you actually performed. Before and I, and I be performed at Chip Right. 
That yeah. was your first like. That's effort. where we met as well. Yeah, yeah. True. Fun fact. Yeah, and that was your first performance ever. That was my first perform because I I have never been a performer as well. Like I've I've composed music my entire life, but being live on stage wasn't really my thing. I, I'm not sure if it still is. I like the vibe and I love the chiptune community, which is a like huge reason to do it all. Um, and I love doing. Yeah, I, I mean I love doing concerts, but I'd lie if I'd say I wouldn't. It isn't scary or. Like, <laughs> I know what I'm doing all the, the time. The moment that it's not it, it's not scary anymore, that's the moment you should stop. Like or the moment you don't get nervous anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I get nervous every time. It, it, it to be fair, it's not as as uh uh, uh paralyzing. Mm -hmm. Because when I first started performing, it was just paralyzing. It was heart stopping almost. Like I'm 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 glad I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like seriously, it's 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 uh the moment you you're like me. I'm gonna perform again. Then, mm -hmm. then that's the moment you should stop. Like, I remember, I remember asking advice like around the Chipton community, right? Um, about live performance because I, I'd never done that. So, I re I reached out to Mona Deer, who's also a Dutch Chipton artist doing LSDJ Game Boy as well. Yeah, and he was going to be playing at Chipwreck. He eventually didn't because I think holiday scheduling reasons. Yeah, he he was supposed to drive with me. Ah. Um, so I asked him for advice, and he gave a lot of like good advice. And at the end, he said, "You know, I think the the the, the most important advice I can give you is to not forget to just have fun." So, like, I had this set list written out, and at the top of the set list, I wrote in really huge capitals, "Have fun." Like, <laughs> needed to remind myself, but that worked. <laughs> That's good advice. It's absolutely good it advice. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when was the first time that you performed uh, as a chip artist? Do do you do you really? Uh... You know the story, right? I don't know. No, no, I don't. I've never told you. Well, the first time I performed, um, oh yeah, that's that's kind of difficult actually. Um, I wanted to perform like uh, uh, when I was really young, um, but I didn't have the the, the available um, tool set for that. Like I didn't have any talent playing a, an instrument or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I know a bit of drums, but that's about it. Um, and then even like a really tiny bit. Um, but I got a, a, a Nintendo DS. Uh. And that was, at first it was like an excuse to, to, to because I'm, I'm making music. But it was just a game game player for me. I played mm. a lot of games on that. But I uh, eventually got DS10, uh, the Cork DS10. That's when you got cursed. Mm? Cursed with a with a chip tune. Curse. No, well, no chip tune. Actually, that that goes way, way, way back. Uh -huh. I I my first uh, music program was Fast Tracker, and chip tune uh, was a part of that mod music community. Yeah, but you didn't perform with Fast Tracker. No, 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 no absolutely okay. not. Although I've seen people do that, it's possible. But <laughs> I'm I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's people doing all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff in the chip scene. Yeah, but no, I didn't perform <laughs> with that. Like like I I grew up in in a, a very small town, and electronic music wasn't a thing. Like it was metal and rock, and that's about it. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. So, no, like, yeah. like, give me, give me some, some, some hard nine oh nines. Four on the floor, man. No, but seriously, like, um, so I, I performed in my hometown with a uh, Cork DS10. Um, you performed in Chicago with a Cork. Yeah. Yes. At an open stage. How did they like that? At an open stage, <laughs> where I was the only electronic artist. Like there was a band before me, and there was a band after me, and before there were like maybe twenty, thirty people in the, in that cafe, mm-hmm. in that in that bar, and after that, I think only only my mother remained. <laughs> for the, for the people that are not like don't know the Netherlands, to me, because I'm not from the region, it it almost sounds like sending a metal band to an Amish region. Like and expecting them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's it's never gonna work. So uh, that was my fir- first performance. So that 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 completely sucked. <laughs> and then you thought I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I I uh, I um, I uh, came to Amsterdam mm-hmm. to find uh, the creative hotspots in uh, here in Holland because that's Utrecht and Amsterdam, and I live smack dab in the middle of Amsterdam and Utrecht. Mm-hmm. Because you do. Amsterdam is weirdly shaped, um, so um, um, yeah. Then I uh, started working at at a uh, internet provider, and I met a guy who knows the people who organize Einbaas. So that's that's how I got into Chip Tune. Ah, yeah. Einbaas dragged you in. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. neat. Which is one of the I think biggest worldwide, at least the biggest chip collective in the Netherlands. In the, the collective, Benelux. yes, uh, yeah. I think so. Um, I think it's not the biggest in term of uh, people visiting. I think Square Sounds is bigger. Is it Tokyo? Yeah, he's been to Square Sounds. I haven't. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah, well, it's it's four days of uh, chip tune music. Yeah. So and Einbaas is usually only yeah. a day, but and I mean Einbaas is uh, two or three times a year, and Square Sounds is only it is once. Yeah. And you've also got Chipwreck now in Scandinavia, which is That's also like big. last year was yeah. four four days as well. But yeah. I don't think it attracts as much people as Square Sounds does no, simply no, because it's not no in visitors. A, like in a huge city. No visitors, like yeah. maybe ten, I think, for Chipwreck. Yeah, well, last year was more. Yeah, like most of them is artists, but. Yeah, Chipwreck is cool though. It's like a, like a conference for chiptune artists, which is yeah. which is kind of yeah, nice. Kind of is shout out yeah. shout out to Chipwreck. Yeah. So um, Einbaas is is big in terms of uh, the names that have performed there. They have a really good selection of of uh, music, so the the quality is usually is very high. Um, and uh, yeah, the name itself is is big, yeah. like like it's 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 the Netherlands and. Like every chip tune, chip tune artist, or most chip tune artists know about Eindpaas. Yeah. Yeah. And I live in Utrecht, so I can just ride my bike. Yeah. Dutch style, ride my bike to Eindpaas <laughs> every, uh, every half, yeah, half year nowadays. Yeah, it, it, it depends. Like, uh, um, whenever they feel like it, basically. Yeah. Continuing on, let's see what we've got more on the schedule for. Like the, what was the notes? Oh, there it is. There it is. Personal, pro- yeah. So personal projects. So what are you working on right now? I think we um, can already cover that. I I plan to start on a new album soon, but mm-hmm. like I also switch jobs, so I need to find the time to. I need to find the time to find the time. Like 
figure out where I'm gonna. Well, you, you've got a kid, so I've also got a kid. That's which is top, like priority number one. But of apart course, from that, but it takes and, a lot of time. <laughs> it does, yeah. And um, what are you working on? Um, <clears throat> I'm working on a remix for an American artist, and I can't say the name yet. No scoops. No. No scoops. All right. Um, so yeah, let's talk about what's been happening in the community lately. Um, we've got a loose, like we've got a loose um, layout for the episode. But um, if we're gonna do more, if people like chip heads, we'll probably do more. So yep. let us know in the comments down below. If you're watching on if YouTube, if you're watching, um, or on your favorite podcast uh, you can, player, you can. You this can, is on uh, YouTube. You can contact us through facebook yeah probably yeah we'll, um, we'll we'll try to make a facebook page because before this one goes up. yeah we'll try to yeah um in any case yeah we've got a like kind of a basic layout normally we start with personal projects and stuff that we've been doing and then uh, go on to like news from the community what's been happening in the chip tune community last last week two weeks ago was bitgrid in yeah. antwerp we've both been there well I, like i had a i had a huge huge amounts like loads of fun huge amounts Gigabytes of fun. <laughs> so that's what you measure fun with. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I honestly, I, I think that was one of the best chiptune parties I, I've been to. Uh, I love them all, but it was just fun. It was a good venue. It was, it was a, a, it was a really was a, good venue. A summer venue, so you could sit outside and um, uh, just relax in the sun yeah. because uh, the sun sets. You quite know what late. was weird though? There was like another music event. Like at the opposite yeah. side of the plaza as well, there was some hip hop, trip hop. Yeah, hip hop, trip hop, something like, like that, and uh, ambient or like EDM. -y yeah. So there was stuff. two kinds of music events at the same venue. That was kind of weird, but like, I, I saw like, people yeah. walking from one yeah. venue to the other. Like yeah. come to the come to the chip tune side. Yeah, <laughs> it's more fun there. It was no, yeah. I in, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Good yeah. good lineup as well. Mm -hmm. um, fun meeting a lot of new new people as always. Yeah, um, you know, at every every chip event I go to, people always say, including me, that one of the biggest reasons, apart from the music that they go to, is just the vibe. Just you okay? Yeah, I I wanted to adjust because I'm I'm <laughs> slouching and I need to sit up straight, like my mama That's told good me. Um, yeah, so the other, like, apart from the music, one of the reasons that people visit chip events is just because of the vibe and the. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everybody's absolutely. Yeah. People always ask me like, wh why and then, like, especially chipwrecked and like, why do why do people do that or like, is it fun? And my answer is always yes, it is because, like, nobody takes the effort to like drive through Germany, like take a boat to some remote island in the sea between uh, Finland, Finland and, yeah. yeah, and then and then drive to the middle of an island in the middle of nowhere to a barn. Because they just like to get drunk or something like it doesn't happen. Like people go there because Be because they love of the self-made the wine. They, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a great like, like, uh, I I always call that chip chip fam. Chip. Yeah, everybody calls it chip fam. Yeah, it's it's like every time it's a reunion, even if you don't know the person, it's it it's is. one of your remote uh, your remote remote cousins. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, remote cousins that play with Game Boys and Commodores and Amigas. And it's always fun. Like you're, you're all. Uh, most of the people are on the same wavelength. You're there because of the music and because of the, uh, the geekery. Yeah, yeah. Which is also the reason why we're here. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 So um yeah, Bitgrid has been um has happened lately. Yeah. What else has happened? Retroplug well, is all. Yeah. I met I met this guy in uh, in uh, Tokyo. Uh-huh. And he's yeah. he's a friend of Citrix. I I I I blank on the name for the moment. You know his name? Tomedy Tom. Is his online name right? I don't know. It is real, real person. That's a that's a problem in the chiptune scene. Everybody has two names. Yeah. Well, I I think I have I have him on Facebook somewhere, but um, yeah, I want I want to credit him. Hold on, let me let me let me do a quick Google search. It's called Tommy Tom on Discord. That's all I know. Mm. So uh, continuing on, what he's done is make a VST plugin. I believe it's only VST only. Yeah. Right now, Windows only and Windows only. But he's working on a Mac port. Um, I might be able to help him actually with that uh, and it's basically a plugin running a Game Boy emulator so that means that you can um, run LSDJ within your DAW within your sequencer um, which I think is a like terrifically good idea um, so yeah that's been happening a lot of people are excited about that what's his real name? tell us Facebook Christ Tom and T. Tom here <laughs> uh... I take it he I take it he likes his own posts. Or? Isn't he just called Tom? No. Do people like their own Facebook posts? Well, it's it's a post of Citrix. Ah. Uh. So, uh, yeah, and here it's it's I think it's this name. <sighs> yeah, it's it's called Tom, and on. Uh, <laughs> well, whatever. And uh, on Facebook, he has a. Completely different name. So that's not going to work. His name is Tom. I met him in, in Japan. I talked about him, uh, uh, about Retro Retroplug. And it's finally out. So Go check it out. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And uh, 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 I've heard through the grapevine that there's going to be an audio unit as well, eventually. Yeah, because like he uses a, a framework that creates plugins. Uh, and I believe they were going to do audio unit support as well, so... Yeah, that that'd be awesome because there are a lot of chip tune artists using a Mac. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's been happening. Like part of the reason why we're doing news from the community is just because we'd like to give shout outs to people that do cool stuff. Yeah. So if there's stuff that you know about that we like should talk about, should should let people know about. Yeah. Let us know. And let us know. I, I take it like like most of the people now watching are already our Facebook friends, so Probably, yeah. yeah. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> so, like, if if you if you want want us to talk about something interesting, uh, shoot us a message, and yeah. uh, we'd love to talk about it. Love to cover it. Uh, any anything fun? Yeah. No politics. Next on the list, you've got a you've has uh, got a new gadget. Oh yeah, which you would like, really like to show you all. It's um, it's so hilariously stupid. Um. So, most of the people that are listening, I take, uh, know about Teenage Engineering and their Pocket Operator line. Uh, for example, the Pocket Operator Factory, which is uh, this one, which I took out the battery so the display doesn't work. Um, but they just released a new one, which is based on the PO Speak. So it's basically like a, a speech synthesizer. Because this PO speak is another pocket operator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that has a, a specific number, but I don't know the number. I know the name. It's called PO speak, or the the, the pocket operator speak. Anyway, like yeah. uh, um, that is a, a, 
um, voice synthesizer which uses samples. So you can sample. You have a, you have a microphone and you can you can record your own voice into it. And uh, there's a mic in. Yeah, there's a, there's a mic in. Oh. Um, so you're able to to uh, freeze the 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 the, the spoken uh, the the formant. Yeah. Stuff like that. But they did a, a special collaboration with. There we go. Here we go. With drum roll, <laughs> Justin Roiland. <laughs> <laughs> of all fucking people, you're such a fanboy, uh, dude. Like Rick and Morty is cool. I'm, I'm. It's cool. Like, like Justin Roiland is very uncouth, very boors. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you don't know what uncouth means. I like, I like oh. the word. Looked it up like quite a while back. Anyway, he's quite uncouth, but um, uh, it's very, very um, high uh, concept sci-fi in a way. But with dick jokes as well. <laughs> so, um, so it's a it's a pocket operator. It's a pocket operator that has a Rick and Morty brand. Yeah, that's what it is. And it says and on the Rick back, and Morty graphics visuals. And it says on the back, the first edition. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Because can people still buy this, or no. are we just showing them something and then they can? They be can't buy this. The, this. This was sorry. This was sold out in like less than two hours. Uh, I was luckily lucky that I opened up my laptop the moment it got live. Ah. I even got it like cheaper because they didn't update uh, the 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 price for it. Like uh, I actually ordered two, and I canceled one because it was too expensive. The the, the I I ordered it from America and uh, Teenage Engineering is yeah. is, uh, is Europe, European. So yeah. So um, it it sounds like oh that's the microphone. But the very fact that it's got first edition on the back means it'll probably make more editions. Maybe, maybe I think so. I, I they didn't like announce anything official, but um, I take it they're they're gonna do maybe uh, 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 another version. Like you have you have the drum version of of uh, the 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 newer teenage uh, the new pocket op- pocket operators as well. So maybe they'll okay. they'll do something with that. I don't I don't know. I I can't I can't speak for teenage engineering in my case. No. But yeah, what does it sound like? Let let us like. Uh, let me let me see if I can work this yeah. thing. Show us. Oh wee Rick! I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me! Holy crap! Two brothers in a van, and then a meteor hit. Oh, that's the microphone. Sorry. Show me what you got. That's a very famous one. Show me what you got. Yeah, you do, you 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 never watched Rick and yeah, Morty. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going out in the open here. I well, I watched I watched the pilot episode, which I did not really like that much. But everybody's been telling me that you should just skip the pilot episode because it's not that good actually. Actually, Justin Roiland did an interview quite recently, and he told told us about or told about the the world. The world. Told told about the progression that uh, they've made from season one to season four, which is coming out in November, I think. Okay. And um, usually he uh, or when when it first began, they said each other's names a lot. Like, come on, Rick. Uh, when I, I can't do a Morty voice, and uh, I wouldn't know. No. Well. That's Rick. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, so, um, they said each other's na- name a lot and Rick would burp a lot and it, it was more like, like throwaway gags. Mm-hmm. And now the gags are more, uh, more integrated into the episode, uh, in- itself. Okay. 
and and a lot less burping and lot lot less. Yeah, the burping was something. That oh, that's so annoying. I fun. hated that in the early, early episodes. It's like, are you trying to be funny because he's doing burps? He's yeah. burping. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. But if you get past that, it's a like I've I've only been hearing people like positively. The high concept part uh, is is interesting. Okay. Like they they're doing parallel universes. They they're doing uh, uh, like Mr. Meeseeks, for example. Most of the people who are watching this know what Rick and Morty is. Yeah, it's, it's really popular. But like Mr. Meeseeks is, I'm gonna spoil this for you because fuck it. I'm uh, sorry, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil this. Spoilers, for you. spoiler alert. Also, well, like. The other problem Rick and Morty has, it's not their fault, but it, it takes time to watch. <laughs> so. Right, and you've got a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, they're having an issue that the, uh, some some person in the family, because Rick and Morty uh, are part of a bigger family, and uh, the mother of Rick, uh, or sorry, of Morty, that's the small guy. Yeah. You've seen, you've seen yeah, the pictures. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the mother, uh, which is called Beth, she has a problem that something needs to be cleaned or something like that. And Rick needs to help. And um, he says, well, I've got this box here. If you press a button, somebody will pop up. And if you tell the, tell him uh, what you need done, then he'll do it. Right? So yeah. um, he pops up. Clean, uh, clean the kitchen. And the guy goes out and do it. And um, then, then after his task is finished, he... Uh, poofs out of uh, out of existence mm-hmm. right that's very yeah. important so uh the family uh, starts experimenting with that box and they ask the people that are um appearing quite uh impossible questions i want to have a more fulfilling life yeah help me have a more fulfilling <laughs> life like how am i gonna accomplish that yeah right and the yeah. other one was uh, I I need to take two uh, two points off of my backstroke or something like that with golf, yeah. <laughs> which is doable. But like yeah, anyway. Um, then all of a sudden the the Meeseeks that that uh, uh, pop up don't disappear again because their task uh, hasn't been completed yet, mm-hmm. and they just want to die because that's that's the life of a Meeseeks. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. They st- they start they start using the music's box for their own problems, and all <laughs> of a sudden there's a whole army of music's that just want to die, and so that and the t- task that needs to be completed is get Beth a more fulfilling life and get Jerry the the father mm-hmm. uh, two uh, two points off his backstroke or whatever. So then all of a sudden they they rage war against them and, and then it gets deep. It gets dark. It gets dark, ah. uh, which is which is which is cool. Like yeah. I, I like dark I, yeah, stuff. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah. So that's 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 probably one of the most, well, the most popular episode of the first season, and there are loads more like that. That it's it's just one meme generator. Uh, gen, uh, yeah, generator. It's, it's been another. all over the internet. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And now even pocket, op- pocket operator. Yeah, even yeah. even even teenage engineering. Yeah. I think this is the first time uh, 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 um, a, a comic series or like a, a, a animated a TV series has partnered with a synthesizer maker to make a synthesizer. I I had actually expected um, what's it called? The guy that South Park. Uh, and now Ivy Tran and Sarashio are doing music for. 
Steven Universe, that that would have been the first right. to do something like this because like part of the soundtrack for Steven Universe is Chip. It's chip artists doing the soundtrack, yeah. so it would seem like a like match made in heaven to do something like this. But turns out it's Steve. It's a uh, it's Rick and Morty. It's Rick and Morty. Like like it's just quirky stuff. Yeah, like I I would have th thought like Simpsons, like with twenty seven, hmm. well no thirty thirty five years under their belt. Um, Simpsons is huge. Simpsons is huge, but like I think this is the first time like uh, this this ever. So it, it's it's. It's um, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's just it's just a pocket operator speak, but I I like to have it. Like I like Rick and Morty. I like I like actually. It's like, a nice gadget. I gadget. like te teenage engineering. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. Cool. Hey, I think we'll actually talk about po pocket operators at a later point in the in the episode as well. Sure. Well, we've got this the stupid question section. Right. Yeah. Right. What do you want to say? Uh, don't you have something to to uh, to let us hear? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um, uh, the idea is that in the future we'll also be highlighting um, new albums that came out or artists that we like want to give a shout out. Uh, at this point, we don't have any rights to do that and haven't contacted. No, co copyright uh, strike stuff like that. Um, but of course, we've got our music, so um, we'll just play one of my tracks right now. Uh, and yours at the end, I think. Yeah, if you, if you want, if you want, uh, if you want something uh, played on, uh, yeah, if on chip like heads, yeah, then it needs to be uh, YouTube friendly. So, um, if you're, for example, if you're if you're distri distributing through CD Baby, mm -hmm. there's an option to not monetize uh, on YouTube, and that's the only way we're we're able to to play well, stuff like that. Other otherwise, we we'll get copyright strikes or. We can't make any, uh, uh, yeah. It, it's it's that's annoying. So that's good to know. Yeah, please, please, if you're if you're uh, interested in um, letting us hear your cool music, we're more than interested. But that's the only only uh, requirement. Unless somebody knows a way to work around that, but there's no, there's no, isn't. there's no fucking way. There's okay. absolutely no way. YouTube. That's 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 big thing on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, let's listen to a track I made. This is um, Sexy Robot Pool Party. Which, Sounds interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I envisioned a lot of robots at uh, a pool in the summer. And what, part of the, one, of the, one of the liner notes actually was, let's hope Toasterbot doesn't go for a swim because that would ruin the party. Whoops. <laughs> that, that will be devastating. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I did. Uh, this is the track, uh, track that I did for Chiptunes as well, Volume 7. Um I say hit it. All right. We'll turn off the mics. <laughs> Whoops, I've got it on mute. Hold on. <laughs> first first episode. Pilot, pilot. Refresh it. Yeah. Komt goed. Ja, zo ver was ik nog niet. God, Hurry up! There's no fucking <laughs> interface. Yeah. 
There you go. Yeah, that was it. Sexy Robot Pool Party. Nice. Um, it's on Chiptunes is Win Volume 7, uh, which is a huge like uh, uh, compilation album of all kinds of Chiptune artists. Uh, right. It's actually free, like pay, pay as much as you want, as far as I know. Is it? Uh, yeah. So That's nice. Yeah, so... Um, if if you like this music or like chip to music in general or just like music, go check it out. Who doesn't like music? Are there people that don't like music? Probably. There are a lot of people who don't like music. Uh, well, then this this podcast is not for them. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's get the uh, imagery back right. on. Let's let's get us back. Let's show people our faces. Right. They haven't changed their faces. Spoiler alert. No. Still not. And here we go. There wow. we go. Yeah, it's a nice transition, isn't it? Yeah. So um, uh, I think this is a good example of the kind of music that I make. Whoops. Whoops. Thanks. And everything is done on one Game Boy. Nice. That's the cool part about Chip Two. Yeah. Well, no, hold on. That's because I like you can make fake bit. Like yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a huge, I'm a huge proponent and 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 lover of fake bit. I love. Well, there's plenty of them. Mm-hmm. And you don't need a Game Boy. You don't need a Game Boy. You, can, you can use a Commodore yeah. or like a SID synthesizer. Yeah. yeah. Which you see there in the back. People. I don't, I don't no, know. people can't see them. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, oh, well. No. Um, so, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the way that I make music currently. But I, I actually would love to check out different chips and someday even venture back into DAWs. The reason I moved away from them is that I sequencers have too many options to me right. i like the limit and that's something you hear a lot of chiptune artists say i like the limitations that working in lsdj gives me yeah but sometimes i hear music made in a door and i think you know there's so much more sound design that you can do in a door um freedom that seems interesting and perhaps now that i've got more uh experience composing um right with a game boy uh, I could I could try that. But I would also really love to do some uh, more FM, like Sega Genesis stuff. Right. Because I, I sound designing on I FM is difficult. I know it's. So but I'm like difficult. I'm a music tech software developer, so I know it, how, what it works. How how it works. You know how it works. Yeah, but I've but I've done. Do I've you done know the, Do you know the theory how like uh, yeah. FM, like generates bands and stuff? Yeah. 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 Right. It's fucking difficult. It is. It's com- it, it gets complex really quickly. Well, if you want to make anything else than bells, you're gonna have a hard time. Mm-hmm. You you can you like you you want to create a, a a church bell? Fuck it, that's easy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't, but don't need to tell me. <laughs> no, no, no. But like like we're 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 sh- we're podcasting right yeah, now, yeah, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. No, it I, is. Yeah. Well, I think in within FM, the the trick is envelopes in that case. Right. Um, but let's invite a guest someday that can explain everything about FM. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to. Like, like, I don't know any, I don't personally don't know a lot of FM uh, chip artists, but you sure probably do because you know everyone. Citrix. Well, Citrix probably knows a bit about it. Well, if you're listening, Citrix. I've I've seen your face uh, on uh, Square Sounds Tokyo uh Oh, you haven't met Matt Citrix yet? I've never met. I've oh, dude, dude, he's so nice. Is he? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's free, a, free compliments for Citrix. Oh man, <laughs> he's an awesome dude. Well, if he if he wants to get on uh, on a chip heads episode and explain everything about FM or just and, and cool, he's he's just as nerdy as us. Then he's free to obviously. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, let's continue on. One of the other sections that we wanted to do in our episodes is um, something that actually relates back to my my study time. What I what I did with a roommate who's, who also studied um, audio design, I believe. Right. Um, is once at, or like a couple of times, once every week, we go out on the balcony, sit there, even if it was freezing cold. Or we'd have bloody a, hot. Or bloody hot. And we had a no stupid questions hour. Right. Which And the idea was that you could like ask any question and it wouldn't be stupid <laughs> about school, like mostly, but like other stuff as well. It wouldn't be stupid. You wouldn't be judged. You can ask anything you want. Um, because one of the reasons why people never ask questions is like, judgment from others right um so that seemed like a fun thing to do in our in our podcast yeah, as well. those two big questions cool. so yeah. like if either of us has a question that's like about well, something it, that we want to know the, more the about. interesting the, re- the interesting point here is that although we did the same school we've got two vastly different um uh fields of knowledge like you know uh, way more about music theory than i mm-hmm. um and uh, I maybe know a bit more about like how a hardware synthesizer or a hardware studio works. Hardware is not my strong point whatsoever, right. and studio technology, not at all. Mixing, right? Yeah. So, how do you mix? No, go. <laughs> that's too big a question. No, um, that, like that's 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 a whole field in itself. That's a four-year study. We actually, ha- yeah, it is. We actually had questions prepared, right? right. I actually really want to know how, like, what that because I've got a pocket operator myself, right? Um, but I I turned it on only once. Um, didn't have the time yet to try it out. So, like, how does it work? What do you do? Because all right, yeah. well, like you you told me about it earlier. You have an arcade. Yeah, that's the PO twenty, and I built a. Uh, nice 3D case for it. You can find that on uh, Thingiverse. And I think it's Thingiverse. Yeah, it's Thingiverse. It's free advertising Thingiverse. Well, no, it, it, that's 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 the only the, that's well the, the the most popular place to get 3D printed designs that you don't design yourself. So yeah, didn't know. Now you do. Anyway, um, so you you have this one, and I have it uh, as well, and. Uh, you wanted to know how it works. Yeah, what can you do with it? All right. Um, let me see. Uh, it's been a while since I last used it, so. <laughs> but luckily, I, I have I have the the knowledge of hardware inside of me. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. you can obviously just press play. That's so this is, this is something that's pre-programmed into. No, I made it myself. You made it yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you have uh, the sound button. Which is the the first one? It's uh, it's kind of hard for a podcast because people aren't right. able to see this. But yeah, you have okay. Let, let me explain the interface. You have a display, yeah. which you basically ignore. Okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good to know. Right. So uh, there are some interesting things on there, but like for example the BPM. Um, but mostly you just ignore that. Uh, it's 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 funny to look at, but that's about it. Doesn't do anything. And then you have a, a grid of four by four buttons. On the lower left corner, mm-hmm. um, and those are basically the uh, the numbers. So sound one, sound two, until sound sixteen. Okay, check. For example, or effect one through sixteen, or step one through sixteen, right? Um, and then on the top, uh, right next to the the two dials, because you have two dials on there, mm-hmm. like they're uh, potentiometers, pot meters. Uh, you have three buttons. 
which is sound. You can select the sound. You have a pattern and you have volume slash BPM. So um, I can put the volume very high. Then you see all the... And I put it on volume 16, right? Yeah, yeah. So 16 uh, highlight like lights up. Yeah, uh, all, the, all the 16 uh, lights okay, light yeah. up. So for people that aren't able to see this, you like... Pre press and hold the volume button right. and then you can choose one of the 1 through 16 yeah. buttons exactly and, and if I want to change the BPM I can change that with one of the dials yeah and I'm not sure what the other one is I think it's swing no no idea there's probably a manual that's a BPM it's a, it's a right hand one yeah Anyway, so um, then the sound button, which is, uh, is it the sound button? Oh, the BPM is really low now. Uh, let me select a, a different pattern. Yeah, that's one of my, my own as well, but that wasn't as good. Uh, what was the sound button? Right, okay, yeah, I know. Um, the patterns, I think. Uh, and if I want to record that, then I can remove them. Right. So uh, I can select the different uh, the different uh, sounds mm -hmm. with one through sixteen again. Yeah. And if I select the sound, uh, in this case, sound three. Yeah. And I press the record button, which is I didn't explain all the buttons yet. Yeah, so but there's a record button. Yeah, that's the the the, the bottom right. The bottom right, thank you. And on, uh, above that is the play, and above that is the effects. And there's another button which is variable across uh, different pocket operators. Pocket operators, I think. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's 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 kind of yeah. Anyway, and uh, those aren't aren't them. That that's in the manual. If you want to yeah, go yeah, deep, yeah. then, but it, we're, we're taking the first look, right? So, I want to make my own pattern right now. But mm -hmm. right now, I have other sounds in there, so I'm gonna like go through the sounds and delete all the notes in there, uh, like that, and this one, and uh, we've got some stuff in here, and this one and this one. Okay, so it should be clear now. Oh, I missed uh, one note somewhere. Maybe it's this one. Somewhere there's a note in well, there. Let's go on. Anyway, um, so I select a sound. Yeah. And I program it in um, because the recorder. In this case, we're using display on the lower, lower, uh, uh, lower. Left, there's a record uh, thingy in the display. Mm -hmm. So I'm in record mode now. I can pull myself out of record mode with the record button. Yes. And now I'm in record. And it's basically just a step sequencer, right? Uh -huh. You know about step sequencer. Yeah, okay. Right. 16 steps. 16 steps. So I selected sound one, and I'm putting one on one, on uh, okay. six. Okay, so, so there are 16 sounds pre-programmed in. I and think there are 16. Yeah. Don't give or take. Uh, yeah, maybe 10. And then maybe. you can yeah. choose on which steps you would like to put those sounds. Right. So you first select the sound, and then you select the steps on which you'd like to record it. 
Yeah. Okay. That's that's. Uh, I'm I'm still not not understanding. Oh, there you go. I miss missed a step. So it's clear now, right? We don't have yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fun fun thing is we can uh, sequence while it's playing. So if I, for example, uh, select sound one, and then put one on the first beat. There it goes. And then one on the the rest, the the four, the eight. No, the nine, the one, the five, the nine, and the thirteen. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah. No, sorry. Then we have this. And I can pull up the volume. Oh, the volume is completely up. Yeah. The battery is just low. And are are the 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 pitches of these sounds pre-programmed as well, or can you change the harmony? Or uh, you can. Which uh, th this is the interesting part about the arcade. The arcade can um, have its um, 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 backing melody or the, the the chords it's using changed on the fly. So it's uh, uh, independent of the 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 the, the rhythm. Basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some notes are um, they're in a key. They're in a scale. Yeah. And I think there's only one scale. Like on okay. the on the speak, you can change scales. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if if this one can. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think because yeah. Hold on. Right. The 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 button just below the the the, the twisty knob. Mm -hmm. That's the. <laughs> the what? The what? The, the, twi the, the twisty knob. I like twisty knobs. Um, below the pop meter. <coughs> mm -hmm. it, that's the the key to change the. The, the actual chord you're using. Uh, okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have uh, uh, minor and major chords, I think. But right now this is just this is just a bass line. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think you can even change the note of the bass line. No, you can change the sound of the bass line in this case. Oh, but there's more that you can tweak than I thought would be yeah, possible. Yeah, you can, you can hold them in and you can change the steps so it's it's uh, per, uh, uh step locked you okay. can step lock uh uh in this case two parameters yeah 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 and you can you can hear change yeah right so but now we just have a baseline right and we we mm -hmm. we want to have more than just a bass line. So let me see if I can find another sound. Yeah, this is the real chip. These are the real chip sounds. <coughs> These are all the sounds, by the way. Are these are these sample bass? I have no clue. I don't know. They're not sample based because you, you, you uh, no, it's a synthesizer for, uh, first of all. Okay. So I actually have a clue. Um, you lied. I lied. Oh no. <laughs> um, so no, they're they're uh, synth based, and because you can change the chords, you can change the yeah, tonality. Fair yeah. So it wouldn't be possible. It's if not. It's, yeah. Maybe maybe in the end they're just really tiny wa wave tables. Maybe probably. Mm. But uh, it's not just a complete sample. Yeah. Okay. Sure. 
So let's 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 try a chord in there. Yeah. So let's put on record mode and select that chord sound. And I want a chord on uh, only the first and uh, no the third and uh, well those two. Okay, <laughs> you'll you'll hear it. Let's just let's just put something in there and then. Right. And, and I want to do this one. I want to put those because so. this is already a, like really good introduction because I didn't even know it had a step sequencer in there. Oh well, there you, there go. you go. Yeah, yeah. It's actually like it's it's a pretty. Um, you can make a whole track with this. Yeah, um, the, the tracks are gonna be <coughs> sound. They'll they'll sound a bit the same because the f uh, the functionality is limited, mm -hmm. and the, the 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 melodic stuff is limited. But nice. You can hear the chord change, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Major. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I'm, I think that's a good as a good as introduction as any. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I didn't know well, there was. There's, a step there's, there's one there. thing though. Okay. Show me. It has side chain compression. Nice. <laughs> actual, actual side chain compression. No, it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just on the, on the, on the, on the beat. Yeah. And the effects are cool as well. So you, you have an. Oh, that's neat. So that's actually usable for a live performance. I can see why people are using this. It can do more with it live than you can do with LSDJ. Oh yeah. Which is basically I compose a track beforehand and like live it's just. Muting a channel, or yeah, yeah, yeah. like LSDG doesn't have live effects. Yeah, a Game Boy, a Z80 processor isn't made for it. No, no, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. well, that's a good introduction. I didn't know about that. Awesome. Thank, thank you. You're very welcome. Do you have a non-stupid question? Um, well, maybe. That's dubious answer. Um, I. I I have a choice between two. Like, like I can make it really difficult for you and ex <laughs> and ask you to explain the whole circle circle fifth mm -hmm. and the functionality and the, and the way you're you're able to use it, mm -hmm. or you can explain to me how uh, house chords work. House chords. Okay. You remember remember that one? Yeah, I remember that right. one. Um, so I get to choose between. Like, because if we're doing this correctly, there's also there's always another episode. T to be fair, like the house court, you already kind of explained, but yeah. but I like I like a more thorough explanation because okay. what you did. Let let me explain the whole whole story because we're we're talking yes without context, and um, I'd like to clue the the, the audience in as well. Go on. Um, Let, let's go with the house court question. Right. Um, we we try to do collab, or we we uh, we. Uh, we made, made music together. We time. made some something together, and like um, I, I um, it was uh, I already had s something set up. It mm -hmm. was like the the quom uh, thing, right? And um, that was basically just a house stab, like a rave stab. And um, the rave stab, I, I put it on on a couple of notes, which sounded interesting, and I tried to. Um, uh, compose a melody and compose some extra chords with that. Mm -hmm. 
and I couldn't get it to work. And that's that's where you came in. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because I mean, this is a this is a a, a really good um, example of where the difference between our backgrounds shows. Because right, like I don't even know what a race tab is. <laughs> it's not like not in my repertoire of no like vocabulary of music terms um but from well, my that's interesting though because we talked about it that in the the car back from bitgrid right mm -hmm. um you're a metalhead yeah so i come from like i listen to a lot of prog metal during high school um rock uh, classical music jazz and so like everything i do has to do with notes Like I, I probably hadn't even touched the step sequencer before I started with it with with chip. The first CD I ever bought was from Two Unlimited. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> right? Yeah, actually, the the the, the album before that with Twilight which, Song and Get which Ready, which I know only because that song got really popular. Because right, like, yeah, okay, well, so, it, it's yeah. before your time anyway. Yeah, so that's my background. Like I, I, I didn't really listen to house. Didn't really listen to any electronic music. Um, That's changed <laughs> quite a bit, but that's where I came from. Um, so yeah, I mean stabs and and tops and all all those tops? house terms. Yeah, I had never heard of those. What What do you mean tops? Tops? Isn't that something that house people use? Tops? Yeah, as far as I know, tops is like loops that you can put on, like uh, on the top of another loop that adds like some hi hats or some like. Hmm. Never, never, never used that term. Oh. I'm probably explaining it incorrectly. So. No, uh, it's it sounds it sounds very very likely because yeah. you you need some sometimes you need some high frequency. Yeah, exactly. To, so to you, come in, so you put on the top. Yeah, yeah. Sounds very plausible. Well, that was your stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, so um, uh, from from what I gather, the stab is basically just a, just a sample, right? Um, uh, uh, which you play. Which you can play like pitched up or pitched down, depending on the note that you trigger it with. Um, but what you didn't realize is that a stab, or at least this stab that you used, is a chord in itself. So it right. just didn't wasn't just a C note, but it was a chord. In this case, I believe it was a C minor seventh nine. That, yeah, I don't know if people can hear this. No, no, they can't. Well, no. um, so that's C E flat G B flat D. Um, but you didn't realize that, right? So by playing a stab, you already introduce a key to people. Like right. You, you play that stab and, and suddenly you're in a minor, like a, a minor key, not a minor, but a minor key. Um, um, uh, could be like actual minor, could be Dorian, could be like some other combination of minor keys, but minor because there's a minor third in that chord stab. Um Well, that's fine, but what house like most often does is then, uh, for example, trigger that same step on a different key. Um, in your case, that was E flat. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, if you're if because the first step already introduces a C minor key, um, if you then play the same step on E uh, flat, sorry, in E flat, that means that if you would have played the chord on E flat in the key that you introduced. It has different notes than the notes that are actually in the in the stab that are on E flat minor. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So, um, uh, because you have a key and the, uh, a key isn't like twelve notes. Yeah, a key it's, is it's eight notes. Seven. Uh, yeah, eighth, uh, I, I always count the, the, the octave. octave. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
So, so it's got seven notes. So if you if you if you play that that stab on C, you basically say, well, the key that we're in has a C, has a D, has an E flat, has an F, has a G, has an A flat, has a B flat, has a C. Again, right. And then you play the same stab on an E flat, and if you would like to build a chord on that E flat, that would mean it needs an E flat, a G, because that G is in the, in the key that we just introduced, right? And a B flat because that's in the key that we just introduced. But the stab that you're playing is a minor stab, so that chord doesn't have a G in it, but a G flat, right? Yeah, right. So what you're doing with like stabs in this case is, and th this is something that house people do all the time, because most of them don't understand chords, I think. <laughs> That's probably a rash like thing to say, but well, it has a certain kind of aesthetic. Yeah, it does. It, it's it's really jazzy. So, what happens is you play like uh, uh, introduce a key in C, for example, and right. then you play the step on a different key, which uses notes that are not in the original key. That sounds jazzy because that's what jazz people do all the time. They introduce all kinds of chord extensions. And that's a blue note, right? For for you, you call everything a blue note that's oh, outside okay, of the key, sorry. but. <laughs> That's definitely not a blue note. All right, um, but it's a it's a what do you call that in English? It's a it's a it's a note that's not in the original key, um, and because it's not in the original key, there's there's two things that that are happening. I well, one it's it sounds jazzy. It doesn't sound like straight classical blocky simple. Right. Um, but what it also does is actually um, introduce some ambiguity as to what like the actual key center is. Which is something that a lot of house tracks like vibe on. Like it's just some chords that go on and on and on and on and slowly change over time. Mostly sound design. The chords aren't that important. Right. So it's also a way to introduce like vagueness about where the key center actually is. Mm. Um, so that's what happens with those chord steps. If that right. answers your question. But, but it did, does give a root because it, it's it, yeah. Well, it does give a root, but you're you're. Well, it depends. It depends on how you're looking at this. You could say that you're actually modulating to a different root when you change that, like go to the second right. chord stab. So basically, you're you're always modulating unless it's in within a uh, the 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 key coming yeah. forward. Well, yeah. So the the point with music technology is that there is always multiple ways to view, like music. Like music theory is always like been like we came up with music theory after we analyzed music, right? Yeah, so, we had the music first and then we tried to yeah, get, make sense. Exactly. Of it. And so there's multiple ways of analyzing like what house producers do when they use this technique. You could right. say that they're um modulating to a different key, you could say that they're borrowing a chord from a different key. That's what people right. sometimes also do. Right. Um which is basically a mini modulation. Mm -hmm. Um well not entirely, but yeah. That sounds um, like a great band name, by the way. <laughs> we are the mini modulators. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Um, right. But you could also say that it's actually playing E flat minor with a, um, what's it called? Is that a lower 11, ninth? Um, with like higher chord extensions in it. So uh, a chord extension, like normally chords consist of like the root and then a third and then a fifth and then a seventh if you're jazzy. Right. And then if you're like really jazzy, you uh, you also add a ninth, which is another like third of stacked on top yeah if you're you, talking about the intervals right now, yeah the right? intervals yeah. yeah and then if you're really really jazzy you can also add a an, an 11th and if you're really really jazzy a 13th and then you, you ran out of notes because like the 15th is basically the root again so if you start stacking from c 15th yeah so if like if you if, if we're in c c is the root e is the third g is the fifth right b is the seventh we're, we're looking at a keyboard right we're now. looking at a keyboard yeah so b is the seventh 
B is the seventh. Yeah. yeah. So then D is the ninth. All right. Okay. So you're basically two two octaves over. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the when when I say you play that stab on E flat, that introduces a G flat, which isn't in the key. Right. You could also say no, that's not a G flat, but that's actually a ninth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. From like the higher register. So there's yeah, multiple then, ways then of looking to, at this. You have to play it like. Like yeah, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. So you could play the G flat an octave up. You could also play it an octave down, because uh, that's just a different like chord voicing. Right. Um, so there's multiple multiple ways of explaining what happens, and like neither of them neither of them probably has the actual truth in them. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm what I'm trying to say is th like the the underlying reason why this like works for house is because it introduces some ambiguity. Um, so that's what happens with stabs, I guess. Right. I like the medium modulation thing. <laughs> I like that. Sounds uh, like an FX Twin track. Yeah. Mi mini modulation. Yeah. Mm. Well, perhaps well, it could be on your next album. No, I'm not FX Twin. No, yeah. Well, neither <laughs> of us are. <laughs> cool, um, man. Awesome. Thanks for the info. Yes. If really I, interesting. Yeah. Oh. Next time, Circle of Fifths. Well, yeah. <laughs> let, let, yeah, we'll think of we'll think of different just, questions. Just we'll the, the 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 first part of the circle yeah. fifths, like to see only. Yeah. So, so what would your question about the circle of fifths be? Like, how does it work, or how can I use it, or what is the circle of fifths? Well, I know what a circle fifth is. Like, I had some music theory on on uh, on uh, the the HKU. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to translate that. The, the, the high school. Uh, yeah, it's no, not a high school. High school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Anyway. Like like uh, uh, yeah, on my on my college years. College, yeah, yeah. music college. Um, so I had music theory there, but um, so I know about the circle fifths. I don't know how it's structured. I forgot about that, mm -hmm. and um, I don't know how to use it. Like I want to use it effectively in my music, right? Yeah. Like uh, oh, it's, well, it's, we can talk about that next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Which is also a, a, a really interesting YouTube channel to. Um, follow if you're into this kind of stuff it's called 8-bit music theory right and well th there are actually a couple of uh yeah there's there's we can, I, I there's wanna, an I entire give, episode i, I want to give uh, adam neely a fucking shout yeah, out yeah shout out to adam guy. neely yeah he's definitely. so awesome oh and um, 12 12 tone 12 tone adam neely ben levin ben levin yeah, yeah absolutely well, anyway <laughs> eight, eight bit, we, we can yeah. we can drum up like all the all the names <laughs> next next week next month whatever. maybe eight bit music theory has a collections of videos called um one minute music theory i believe right in which he basically takes a concept and explains it within one minute so it's a really really oh really high view explanation of mm -hmm. what is a skill how does a skill work how do we do polyrhythm how do we well I mean, there's, there's, I think, 12 or 13 on them. Actually, because of uh, you told me about this, like, uh, on the way back from, from BitGrid, mm -hmm. you, you told me about this as well. Because of you, I, I just recently subscribed to 8-Bit Theory. Ah, well, yeah. it's, a, it's a great channel. And he also does analysis of a lot of game soundtracks, yeah. which I, I love because they're actually really thorough. It's not just, well, this was a fun soundtrack. No, he actually goes into the, 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 well, the theory, the music theory behind the soundtracks and why certain composers chose... Certain comp I, I, composition rec techniques. I recently saw one. That I was like, "Oh my god!" It's about uh, um, uh, different uh, uh, time signatures, signatures yeah. within game music. Yeah, which is really interesting to it to is. to give it a, a very um, uh, unheimlich uh, feeling. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
well, interesting channel. Shout out to ABIT Music Theory. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about upcoming um, music chip events because that's something we wanted to do as well. Um, and well, we can listen to your track now. Or we can. I'd, I'd actually like put to put it on. Okay, let's do that, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Okay. So introducing a track made by Wisefire. Yeah. My fellow podcaster here. Mm-hmm. Uh, go on. What's it called? Uh, Hikikomori. Or, or I, I should pronounce that better. I think it's uh, Hikikomori. Hikikomori. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know more Japanese than I do, so um, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. And you made it for your album? Um, actually, um, I kind of made it for something else, which I don't want to talk about. You don't have to. Um, but uh, uh, that got delayed and delayed so much that I wanted to put it on the album instead because I like the track. It's actually um, one of the few tracks I, uh, I've i made with a real DMG. And this is basically all completely hardware. So it's the Nordrum, mm-hmm. uh, Nordrum 1, which is mono, weirdly enough. Uh, it is the TB3, which is a, a 303. Uh, like a modern 303. Yeah. Like like the 303 is basically like 3,000 euros, and this one is only uh, 150 euros used. So yeah. there's, a, there's a big difference, and they don't don't sound that dissimilar. The 303 has a bit more uh, graininess and a bit more, um, uh, yeah, uh, grittiness, let's just say. Mm-hmm. And the TB3 sounds a bit clean or a bit uh, clinical. Yeah, digital. Um, yeah, maybe yeah, not really digital, but I I don't like the 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 to compare things with it sounds analog or it sounds digital mm. because uh, yeah, that's a whole different discussion. Yeah, yeah that's a snake bit, right? Um, <laughs> but like uh, uh, yeah, so uh, and it has um, the DMG, but it also has two SID chips uh, on it as well. Uh, not the T- TB3, the the track, the right? track, yeah, the yeah. track, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, generated by the Samage shit, which is a MIDI box thing, which is a community I've been in uh, a while back, and I sometimes go back there just to to see what's up. But mm-hmm. they, uh, back then, like in 2004, it was a really big community about uh, about this guy who made like uh, his own synth- SID synthesizer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, check out midibox.org. Shout out to to Thorsten, to TK. We love shout outs. Yeah, we do. Uh, that's that's the pilot man. We we need to uh, <laughs> we need to uh, the, on, honor the giants that ca- came before us. Yes, we're just small. Got to start tagging everybody. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 do it for the Insta, man. We do it for the Insta. <laughs> So it has it has hardware synthesizers, uh, a, a, a stereo SID synthesizer, Nordrum, TB3, Game Boy, and uh, well, I think some other stuff as well. But it it it's a, it's an interesting track with some um, uh, with some history behind it, and um, why it's called Hikikomori mm-hmm. is um, because it kind of gives the feeling of well. It kind of gives, or at least to me, it gives the feeling of being lonely, mm-hmm. being trapped into in, in your house, and don't uh, and you don't want to get out. Like hikikomori is uh, in Japan, it's a social loner. Okay, right. So uh, that, that's the whole thing in Japan. You can you can Google that stuff, um, but it's a thing. And um, 
in at that moment that I wrote that track, uh, that was even before Weekly Beats, mm -hmm. 2018. Um, um, I, I felt in that situation. You were suffering from hikikomori. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. So here you go. Let's uh, let's start up the track. Welcome back to the Chipheads podcast. That was a track by Wisefire. Yay! Yay! I am Wisefire. Um, 
I think that kind of wraps up uh, what we've been doing today. Right. Um, there's a couple of things that we still need to do uh, uh, that I would like to do at the end of episodes, which is a quick rundown of the chip events that we know about. Um, right. That are like coming in the future. Obviously, Square Sounds. Yeah, this is not an exhaustive list. Okay. This uh, this is definitely not an exhaustive list. And if it's, you, it's just uh, the 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 events that that come toward the top of our head. Exactly. Yeah. May, maybe maybe even just the chip events that will be attending. Yeah. Yeah, because there's like. The better the chip community is doing, the more chip events there will be, and we can't cover them all. Yeah, well, like like I've never been to Italy, for example, for chip. Yeah, chip I'd, I've I'd heard they throw there. good parties. Yeah, Kenobit uh, actually throws yeah. a couple. Of, and I've never been to to a, a French chip event. Love to go there as well. Mm, no, I haven't as well. And I'm not sure if Spain even does chip events, but if the, if they'll do, I want to come. Spain, hit me hit me up, man, hit me up. N- no, hit me up. Yeah, you don't want to. You want to. <laughs> yeah, sure. Spain? Yeah, yeah. I would love to go to Spain. Spain is awesome. I would love to go to Italy. I would love to go to Spain. I would yeah. love to go to Japan. I would love to go I'd everywhere. Love to, I'd love to go to the UK. That's that's actually uh, on the top of my list. Yeah, they've, you, they've, the UK and America. UK has a lot of chip parties. I know, like relatively. Well, a lot. Well, not a lot. I think I think Hyperwave is the only one. Mm. Or no, there was Chip It Chip It Day half year right. ago. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Harley talked to talk to us about that as right. well. But um, anyway, yeah, so um, BitGrid is coming up in October. Right. Bit, BitGrid 6, 7? 7, I think. 7. Um, in Antwerp, in Belgium. Yeah. Um, Square Sounds Tokyo in September, which is... Uh, of course. Soonish, yeah. of course. Uh, we'll both not I be there. I won't be there. Um, I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight as well. Hmm. Um, so that's coming up. Chipwrecked, uh, which is a three, a four days... Outdoor chip festival, yeah, in the middle of it's, the it's, it's, uh, Scandinavian it's, uh, Sea, and like a ridiculous amount of chip tune artists. Like yes. if 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 basically if you're if you're if you're interested in just like um, exploring what chip tune music is, like you get a you get a a, a through cut f- for the for the whole genre basically. Yeah, there there's there's noise core, but there's there's uh, some yeah, very stuff. melodic stuff as yeah. well as well. Fake bit. Yeah. I'll I'll be I'll actually be before you'll be performing. I'll be performing ah, Chip cool. yeah. I performed at Chipwrecked one, and you performed at one as well. Yeah, I, I did too. I'll be going to three this year as well. But Anders, the organizer, rightfully said, "Well, I'd like to include some new artists as well, so they get a first spot." Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't like keep me from going to Chipwrecked because yeah, it's uh, it's fun to meet the Chip fam. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically like going to any other festival, but then with like the with, best with, people that yeah, you know, with, with, with <laughs> awesome nerdy people, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's coming up. Are there any other chip events that I know about? Yeah, so there's a new one in Paris, I believe, that that uh, Cyanide's hosting. Yeah, I don't know the name of that though. Uh, yeah, I know they're, they're called All You Can Eat. Um, on let me let me fa- on, let me fake on Patreon. Well. I don't. I don't know what the event is called. I know Donut Shoes is coming from the U.S. I don't believe she's herself. She's she's performing too. Sign and dancing, right? Oh, you can eat Patreon. I think you can find it over there. Sorry for the typing sounds. <laughs> oh, you have some users. Yes, that's the one. Right. Or creating chiptune shows in Paris. When is the next one? 
it should be on their Facebook. There it is. Yeah. Bu oh, business pastel is coming. Donut shoes already. Oh, was the last edition. Business pastel is coming. Sign and Denson and even more that aren't announced yet. That's on jeudi 8 if I pronounce that correctly. So that's the 8th of August uh, in Paris. Is there a specific place where they're? The Kawaii Cafe. Right. Awesome. Which I think they're hosting all these events. Cool. Um, apart from that, the UK, I don't think there's something coming up. Well, no, I don't think so. We'll probably mention mention other events in the next one, the next episode. Um, if there's going to be a next episode. So if you actually liked Chip Hats, which is us talking about geeky chip electronic music stuff, uh, yeah. let us know. Because, I mean, um, we like doing this, but it's also like actual fun to hear from people that they enjoyed it. Um, and also, where can we improve? Like, is the sound quality good? Is the video quality okay? Is there other topics that you would like us to talk about? Yeah. Um, music that you would like to see here? More, more music, less yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, to Any play and less all music. advice. This is the first time that we're doing this anyway. So, yeah. um, and uh, having said that, I think that was all. Awesome. Yeah, so we decided to close with a uh, we came with up a with, a, with a one-liner, which is uh, be back in a bit. We'll be back in a bit. And then we have to... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're so professional here, man. Five, five. We're going to play oh. another... We're going to oh. play another you know, track. You know what? Why. We didn't transition. So Who? Nobody, nobody saw us. Nobody oh, well. saw us. So. Amateurs. Yeah, amateur hour here. Okay, yeah, and we're going to close off with another track by my, um, by me, Antler. Yeah, this one's called Log Cabins, which is on Weekly Beats 2018. Because we started, so we one. started out with one of mine, so we'll end with one of yours. Yes, that's just nice. Uh, log cabins. We'll be back in a bit.